hosted by Bobby Enright. Welcome guys to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. And today's show, uh, we're going to speak about managing expectations and resetting. Um, and this is a topic that I, I wanted to speak about for a while because it's a, something I deal a lot with clients and I see a lot um, of people at the moment using the word um, resetting. And also what I see as well from people is their expectations of how quickly something is going to happen, change is going to happen, and how quickly they can get to their goal, what they perceive as being the, the time frame to achieve something. So if you're somebody, <clears throat> and let's, excuse me, let's let's take it from the, the start and let's say, okay, you're somebody that wants to just improve your lifestyle. So you're currently, we'll say, we'll just take a, a typical client. You're currently working um, five days a week. You're probably working nine to five, six o'clock in the evening, possibly have kids um, and uh, are rushing and racing in the morning to get the kids ready for, for school, going to your job. And then from there, um, trying to just prepare things, try to be, you know, try to get manage the day, manage the stresses of the day, going home in the evening, trying to manage the kids when they come home from school, get dinners, do all that kind of stuff. So a typical client that we would we would see an awful lot of. Again, that could be a professional as well that doesn't have kids but is extremely busy with their work life. They might have a hectic, hectic social life as well. A lot of friends around that age where the social scene is, is, is one of the big variables in their life. And they're trying to just manage everything and juggle a lot of balls in the air at the same time so when it comes to that kind of client to that typical client um the expectations of change can be sometimes a bit skewed and what i mean by that is that their perception of how quickly they think they can do something change their lifestyle um can be a little bit off so when we look at change we look at okay they want to improve body composition so the the, the links to, to, towards improving body composition are going to be improved nutritional intake nutritional literacy so understanding nutrition understanding macros a qualitative and a quantitative literacy towards nutrition understanding what their hunger cues are understanding what true hydration is understanding a sense of fullness when they eat and then from a um we'll say a qualitative point of view understanding the basis of food, what fiber intake is, what proteins do in the body and what, what, like what, what are they helpful for and what types of food or protein, carbohydrates, when should I have them, what types of carbohydrates should I eat and then the likes of your fats, the importance of fats. So that's your kind of nutritional literacy. So you need to learn that on a base level. And then the next thing you need to obviously do is match it with output. So that could be some resistance training, some cardiovascular training, some aerobic based training, whatever it may be. And again, you're trying to do all these things. So if you're coming from a lifestyle that's extremely busy and you're running and racing and stress is high, they, to change everything and to expect change to happen so fast is going to be very difficult for you. So managing expectations there is going to be something that you might have to take a little step back and say, hold on a second, am I in a position to actually do this at the moment? And the time frame I'm perceiving that I can get, get to where I want to in possibly is way too short. Um, that's why I always speak in podcast guys about playing the long game. The long game is so important because you don't put yourself under more stress by putting a timeline and a restricted timeline on your goals. So when you want to achieve something, you're going to set obviously a timeline. But again, if you start to think long term and you start to actually say, okay, where am I? Where currently am I? in my life where are the stressors what can i manage and i use this an awful lot with clients when i'm coaching them is on the very on the worst week of the year 
what is the minimal effective volume you can do towards your nutrition, towards your training. So the minimal you can do that you can say, I can hit that in on the worst day of the year. If that's two training sessions in a week, brilliant. There's our baseline. If that's trying to get in good nutritional food based around your your, your goals three to four times a week and there's a couple of times when you're missing meals and you're a bit rushing and racing, okay, there's our baseline. So we're always kind of falling back to baseline. Um, hydration levels, huge thing in the body, very, very important. Um, if it's a case of on the very worst day you can get a litre of water in, brilliant, there's our baseline. So that's in the very worst case scenario. So we all kind of know all these, we have our base set. These, This is worst case scenario weeks where things get extremely busy, get on top of me, I know I'm going to hit these as my base. And then on the rest of the weeks, which are pretty good and manageable, I can push a little bit higher and hit higher targets. And that's a very good way to think about it. But when it comes into the expectations of time, just generally look where you are and what can you do? Like if you literally can only train two times per week and are only going to be kind of 50, 60 percent on kind of point with your nutrition because you're running and racing and grabbing the kids food and you're not preparing meals for yourself and you're not tracking protein, you're not tracking calories and your portion controls are a bit skewed because you you have a hectic social life Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Your expectations have to match your current lifestyle. So you have to say to yourself, okay, I can't train more than two times a week and I'm not really going to change my entire lifestyle around my nutrition and behavioral habits towards social outings and stuff to kind of match my goals that I really want. So I need to manage my expectations of, okay, what I currently can do is going to get me to this point. But the the deep down desire or kind of picture of myself that I would love to have possibly could be further down the road. And I speak about this in, in terms of when people are like that and they say, okay, I can only train two times a week and, and I, I, I can now see that what I'm expecting my expectations of my goal are not too realistic. So I'm, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm going to take it step by step and see. And the beauty about doing that is you're managing your expectations because you've looked at the situation you're currently in and you've said, okay, for me to get to, to where I perceive I want to be or the picture I want to be, it's just not realistic. So I'm, I, I'm going to be realistic. I'm going to say, okay, if I start to do this, train twice a week, improve my nutrition to 50, 60% and not give up my social life, at least I'm, I'm moving in the right direction. And from that, you're putting, you're going to put yourself in an environment, especially if you're going to train twice a week, maybe into a gym where there's a good environment, nice people, you're enjoying your sessions. It's only twice a week. It's not impeding on anything you're doing socially. You're putting yourself in an environment that people want to change and you are a product of, of your environment. So over time, that two sessions could creep to three sessions and you wouldn't even notice the difference. And suddenly you're doing more work. And then nutritionally wise, you might have these group of friends maybe in the gym that would say, oh, we're going to go for a jog on a Sunday or we go for a meal. And possibly their choices could be a lot different to your normal week weekend out because they might be driven more towards goal orientated people towards their body composition so you might be going for more healthier style eating outs you might be drinking as much alcohol you know these kind of things so you're a product of your environment and by managing your expectations at the start you're not putting undue stress in yourself kind of kicking away every part of your lifestyle that you really enjoy at the moment but you're just taking the minimal base volume and then you're building it up 
Because like I said, if you're only doing two sessions a week and you suddenly transition to having three sessions per week, you're not really going to notice the difference. And it's a nice transition then for you just to kind of move into three sessions a week and, you, and, and it doesn't disrupt what you're currently doing. And then over time, you might start to pull back on one of the nights out of the weekend. You might tend to stay at home and cook a nice healthy dinner with the family or whatever, and things start to change. And then you're already doing three sessions a week. So then you're, you might you might suddenly start to really dial in on your nutrition a little bit more. And it all starts to come together. And that picture you had at the start, which was unrealistic, is you're getting a little bit closer now. You're saying, OK, I'm moving in the right direction now towards where I want to be. I actually could achieve this in the next six or 12 months because I'm changing. I'm, I'm, I'm changing my behaviors and habits around um my current lifestyle and that's very very important so when you are thinking about changing something within your life and trying to upheaval everything you're currently doing and change everything completely maybe that might be the best approach again just look at what you, look first to what your expectations of your goal are where do you want to be and then just walk your way back and say currently how far away am i from that and be realistic and if you put a timeline of six months on it put another two months on top of that so you're giving yourself plenty of time. So what is the rush? Why do you want to change so fast? Because if you start to build behaviors and habits, I can guarantee you that expectation you had at the start is going to be a lot easier to get to. It might take longer, but it's going to be easier to get there. And that's really, really important when it comes to managing expectations, because there's nothing worse than somebody coming to us as coaches and saying, OK, I want to get ready for a photo shoot. I want to have a wedding coming up. OK, when's your wedding? Six weeks, eight weeks. And suddenly you're a person that possibly, and you say, okay, what way do you want to look? What's your perceived look for? The, oh, I want to drop three, three, three dress sizes for my wedding, or I want, to, I want six pack abs for my photo shoot in eight weeks. Okay, you're currently twenty percent body fat, twenty two percent body fat. For you, realistically, to have um, six pack abs and visually see them. There's a couple of things we need to think about. We need to be a lot lower in body fat. So potentially for female, somewhere between 12 and 14% for a male under 10% body fat. So there's a big gap there. So can we drop 10 in around 10% body fat in eight weeks? Absolutely not. By, but the only way by killing somebody, by absolutely starving them, getting their weight down, being really aggressive in our approach. Is it a right approach? Is it a scientific, educated approach from a coach? No, it isn't. Is it going to help the client long term? No, it isn't. It's going to, going to send them down a road where they should not go. What we call an, a, a relative deficit. We've and, and then we've a relative deficit is taking somebody into maybe a five hundred calorie deficit at max. An absolute deficit is the world of a dietitian where you're dealing with people that are 30, 35, 40% body fat. And they have to go into a, a deficit of a thousand calories. We don't want to take somebody that's quite, quite healthy, just wants to get into photo shoot shape or, or have a wedding coming up into them depths. That's not going to help the client long term. Your expectations are all wrong. And it's basically what's going to happen there. It's just going to lead you down a road of rebound, 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 where you end up in a place worse than when you started. So the thing about that is that's where the coach steps in and says, OK, look at this realistically. Look at the variables that are involved in this. Look at look at the bigger picture here with the with the with the bride for the wedding. It might be just a matter of say, OK, you're here at the moment. We definitely can get you in eight weeks in better shape and, and, and get you to a place where you should be pretty happy. But that expectation of dropping three dress sizes potentially is something that's going to be detrimental to your health. It's going to be detrimental to your long term at longevity in body composition um, and trying to holding. So if we get you to a state where you could say, okay, I got two dress sizes down or a dress size and a half in eight weeks, say two dress sizes, 
and I comfortably got there. Had to work, obviously, but it's a manageable place to be. Suddenly you come out of your wedding and you're in a place where you are two dress sizes less and you're maintaining weight and in a great position to really push on and enjoy your training and, and you know, really be happy with your body composition at that time. And then that three dress sizes might be your longer term goal in terms of six, nine months later. Um, so that's about that's where a coach can really help you in managing what you're thinking just kind of giving you the kind of blueprint and saying this is this is your goal but this is where you currently are and this is what it would take and this is the time frame it would potentially take um, and the next thing I want to go on to as well is about resetting this is a word that's been thrown around an awful lot at the moment everybody wants to reset on a Monday morning the only problem with resetting is if you keep resetting on a Monday morning you're never getting any place because you're probably of the mentality that i'll diet super hard monday to friday i will go out and socialize and drink loads of drinks and eat all the food i want to not track at the weekend because it's bad for you and it's this and it's not good for your head and then i'll reset on monday and the problem is there that person is in the equation is in a, on a two-way street as such their expectations of where they want to go are very, very skewed because their nutrition and lifestyle doesn't match their expectations or their, or their goal that they have orientated towards body composition. And then their resetting structure is something to make themselves feel better on a Monday morning. So I'm resetting. Oh, I can go again this week and I expect something different. But what you're actually doing is you're just trying to undo the damage that was done at the weekend because you have the mentality of that Monday to Friday uh, person and then a weekend warrior where you're going at it socially food not tracking happy with myself trying to get a bit of exercise in or oh, i drank too much last night ate that takeaway ate that takeaway on sunday and then suddenly oh, it's all okay sure i'll reset on monday and the problem is there you're just setting yourself up for failure you're just setting yourself down a road of demotivation down a road of expectations not matching the goals lifestyle not matching the goals behaviors not matching the goals I'm not saying that you can't go out on the weekend. You can absolutely go out on the weekend. You can go and socialize. You can have food. But why not track at the weekend? Why not keep on track of what you're doing? Why not manage your calories on the day you're going out? And then the next day, have a plan straight away to say, all right, I'm going to get up, go for a walk, hydrate, nice breakfast, and get back on track. And then you're not resetting. Because this resetting culture is just is just setting up for failure. Because you'll have that mentality, that inbuilt, instilled behavioral habits around Monday to Friday, where you'll say, right, I'll, I'll just cut calories because I was very bad the weekend. So if I reset on the Monday, cut my calories from Monday to Friday, which doesn't support my training, doesn't have I don't have adequate energy availability for my training. So my training's gonna be crap. I might drop a bit of water weight from the inflammation and the sodium I have from the food the weekend and possibly from the alcohol. But then I'm back to the same place the weekend again. So I'm just a rat on a, on a wheel, running around in circles and circles and circles and circles and not getting anywhere. And just to make myself feel better, I'll just use the word resetting because it sounds cool and it, it seems like I'm doing some good for myself. So these two things go hand in hand, managing expectations and using the reset button. There is absolutely no problem in using that reset button if you've had just an extremely bad week or a bad kind of couple of days and everything has went against you. You didn't hit your targets. You couldn't get your training sessions. Just generally life got in the way. Absolutely, you can say, okay, that was a really bad week. I'm not focusing on it. That happened. What, ha what will be will be. Now I'm going to just solely focus on uh, what I can do going forward. So I'm going to reset everything. Minimal effective dose and training, base volume on my nutrition, and I'm going to work from that standpoint. And from there, I will build and build and build. 
So then your kind of your 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 mentality is completely different. You acknowledged what happened the previous couple of days and weeks. You just things got away from you. And you're saying, okay, I'm just going to hit the reset here and I'm going to restructure my training, get back on track with my nutrition, get go to base volume and all these things and build up from there. And that's a proper reset. It's not just the, ment- the mentality around Monday to Friday, starving yourself and then going out the weekend and eating what you want and drinking as much alcohol as you want and expect to get a result at the end of a couple of weeks because all you're doing is you're just round in circles. So these are two things, guys, I want you to really think about. I think they're very, very powerful. I think that if you really think about these in terms of you setting your own goals of and, and, and your own expectations of where you want to be at a certain time frame and really look at it from a deeper level, you will set yourself up for success because you'll give yourself time. And that's, we have plenty of it. Um, and if we, if you are a bride that's getting married or somebody that wants to do a photo shoot, give yourself time, start early enough. So then you can go to a coach, for instance, and say, listen, I've got this goal in my head. Say if it's a photo shoot contest prep, how long do you think, uh, looking at all my variables, my background story, where I'm coming from, would it take me to get to that kind of level? And then perfect. You work it out. Then from a bride's perspective, obviously the date is set for the wedding. And when you're setting the date, have that in mind, the way you want to look on the day and say to yourself, okay, that's, I might get advice from somebody here, or I might think I might do it myself, but I'm going to give myself enough time and give yourself enough time. And then you're not putting undue stress on yourself. You're not using the word reset every week because you're under so much pressure that you're absolutely drilling yourself into the ground to try to get to your goal because it's the time frame is way too short and not unrealistic and the problem is is you just run yourself into a high stress state highly inflamed state all your variables like digestion sleep hrv all these things start to get down regulated the numbers don't look good you don't look good energy production is really bad training sessions are really crap you're not getting good muscle contraction your cardiovascular health is suffering you're not getting any fitter um, because you're not, not recovering your food quality your tendency then to have cravings for highly pal- higher higher palatable foods highly processed foods you want comfort foods because you're feeling so crap so that's the, all the negative effects of having that expectation of a short-term goal and really trying to go after it so quick when you're not really looking at the bigger picture and seeing where you currently are um so that's really important and again guys just to recap and resetting don't be that person on that hamster wheel that you're monday or friday drilling yourself into the ground because of all the bad stuff you perceive you had at the weekend and how many days you went out and then you just tell yourself to reset on the monday to make yourself feel better um that's not the way to do it really start to look at that and change the way you're, you're going about your weeks treat your week monday to sunday if you want to go out for the weekend socially be mindful and, 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 and you know, be, be an adult on a Saturday and say to yourself, okay, I'm going to get my protein intake in. I'm going to keep my carbohydrates and my fats low today because I'm going out tonight and I'm going to leave calories um, in the bag for tonight. So if I'm on 1500 calories, I'm eating 600 calories for my breakfast and lunch. And then I'm going out in the evening and I'm saving myself at least 900 calories. Then you're in the same place. You get up next morning, you have your hydration strategies, you go for your walk, get your breakfast into you. And there's no resetting. You're just, it's a normal day. Even if you feel bad, you still have the discipline to say, no, I'm uh, I'm, I'm, I'm on track today. I have little things I need to do today because you're treating the day, the week as Monday to Sunday, not the weekend warrior. And that's really important. So hopefully that was helpful, guys. Hopefully you get something from that. And if you're trying to achieve something for Christmas or whatever, just look at where you currently are. Don't put yourself under undue stress. Um, just remember, you have to look at the, your current situation and watch your base volume. Look at your base volume across your training. Look at your base volume across your nutrition and then see 
okay, on the very worst, worst, worst week, I can hit my base and then I can always build from there. And that's the most important thing. You won't put so much pressure on yourself. You'll get to your goal. It might take a little bit longer, but it'll be worth it because when you get there, that's where your base is going to be then and you're going to be going from that point, not continually on that rat race. Okay, guys, if you like what you hear, please um, share, like, comment on all, all the, on the podcast. I really appreciate, appreciate that. If you would share it on your social media platforms, you'll find um, any coaching, anything you would be interested in, you'll find all these packages on www.peakperformancecanary.com you'll also find myself at coach.bobbyinwright on instagram and peakperformance.academy on instagram as well please reach out just guys if you have any questions about coaching any questions about the show or any questions about this topic in general you're more i'd be more than happy to answer answer your questions and again please subscribe to the to, to the podcast we release a podcast every every uh, monday at 6 p.m and again guys i hope you're having a fantastic week and again we'll catch you next week and another episode of reach your peak podcast with your host bobby inwright